Thank you for listening to the Starburns Audio Podcast Network. We have so many great comedy shows to add to your playlist. Just last week on Starburns Audio, on New Player Has Joined, Keith and Jesse talked to Dr. Christopher Hale about getting involved with the Sister District Project. They also discuss fascism and gaming and Echo the Dolphin. On The Boogie Monster, Dave Stone and Kyle Kinane talk about exploration and treasure hunting, the protests, and redefining policing. On Office Hours Live, Tim Heidecker, DJ Doug Pound, and Vic Berger are joined by Thundercat and Z from Black Socialists in America. Listen to this episode to find out how you can help Office Hours raise funds for the Black Lives Matter Global Fund. Search Starburns Audio on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any podcast platform for a full list of our shows. Featuring hosts like Monet Exchange, Bob the Drag Queen, and Amanda Seals. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Starburns Audio. Enjoy the show. And remember, stay safe, stay healthy, and keep laughing. Did you hear the news? Metro PCS is now Metro by T-Mobile. Now you get new plans with unlimited high-speed data all month long. All on the T-Mobile network. Check out the new Metro by T-Mobile today and discover the smarter way to get unlimited. Metro by T-Mobile. That's genius. During congestion, the fraction of customers using greater than 35 gigs per month may notice reduced speeds. And Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus some T-Mobile customers. Video streams at 4DP. Coverage not available in some areas. See store for details and terms and conditions. Feral Audio. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 93 of Steve A.G. Uh, I am Steve A.G. and the, this is Uh. Uh, with my guest, the very funny, uh, the very talented, and my good friend Natalie Morales, who you may know from Parks and Recreation. Uh, maybe you know her from The Grinder or uh, even the Santa Clarita Diet more recently. Uh, she works a ton, which kind of infuriates me. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. Good for her, right? Good for friends who work a lot. Anyway, no, it's all good. I'm very happy for her. Uh, she deserves everything she gets. Uh, we recorded this at Natalie's house, and it was uh, 10 billion degrees. And also, as far as plugging things... I'm having a hard time knowing what to plug because I've recorded about four or five episodes in the period of uh, a week. And so I've banked them all to come out at later days. And uh, so I don't know. I think this is coming out like probably the last week of July. If you're listening to this, it's probably the last week of July. And uh, so it's hard for me to... Uh, plug th to know what I have to plug. I do have a live episode of this show, Steve Agia. It's my second live episode. I believe August 17th. It's either the 16th or the 17th. I think it's the 17th, uh, which is a Thursday at the Starburns Castle once again. 
you know, if you listen to my uh, first live episode a couple weeks ago, uh, I had Maya Rudolph and Dax Shepard and it went really well, it went so well that I'm doing a second one, obviously. Uh, so I, um, I don't know who's doing it yet, but I will try and get uh, some equally spectacular guests and uh we'll have a lot of fun so um keep an eye out on my instagram and twitter and i'll have more updates as the time grows nearer and probably in the next couple episodes of this podcast i'll have more information so yeah let's just dive right into this uh i want to thank natalie for doing the podcast and as always i want to thank you for listening thanks I'm hey everybody. <laughs> Welcome to episode 90 What did I say this was? Three. 93 of Steve AG uh This is off to a great start. It's so hot out. It's uh I'm here with my friend Natalie Morales. Hi. I didn't know we had started already, but I guess we have. Yeah, we'd start and then I just kind of edit in Got it. where it starts sounding like we're actually saying shit. Okay. I'm looking at the temperature right now. It says it's only 86 here. In my house or like in... In this area In this of area, town. which we won't reveal. No. Um, Beverly Hills. <laughs> Beverly Hills. Spelled with an E. <laughs> <laughs> Beverly Hells. Um, only 86. That's nice. It feels like a hundred. I got in my car the other day and it said a hundred and nine. Inside the car? Like, no, as if it were that outside. Oh. Which is crazy. We're in LA, not in Las Vegas. I mean, uh, global warming isn't real. Right. It's so fucking... How long have you lived here? 11 years. In this place? In this house? No, no. In LA you've lived? Yeah, 11 From years. From where? Where were you before? Miami. Yeah, the worst. (laughs) It was so hot there. I hate being hot. I've only been to Florida twice. Both times was in the summer. And it was... If it's 90 degrees here and 90 degrees in Florida, it feels like a thousand degrees in Florida. Yeah, because it's a sauna. It's a dry heat over here, you know. It is a dry heat. Over there, you take a shower and you walk out and you sweat. Because it's so hot yeah, it is, and humid. And you feel it in your lungs, too. <laughs> yeah. And your hair is terrible. Not mine. I have great hair. You have great hair no matter where you are. <laughs> My hair is usually short, so it yeah. doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, I went to... I once had to drive to Florida. Oh, this is so embarrassing. I went and I shot... I guess you could say I directed... The making of the Hooters swimsuit calendar video. Oh, my God. Yeah. For what year? 2002. They were making the calendar for the 2002. And three, I think it was three days, three, yeah, three or four days before. No, it was three days before 9-11. Oh, my God. I had to be there. Oh, no. Yeah. I had to be there on 9, 9.14 to start shooting. Oh, my God. And I woke up on the morning of 9-11 and 
So you mean it, you I had just, all these you just messages? Said, you just said it was three days before nine eleven. It was three days after. It was three 9/11. days after. Yeah. I woke up in the morning to all these phone messages. Dude, turn on the TV. Oh I, no! I was still in bed, and I turned on the TV, and I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" Yeah. And I was. This was. This came at a time when I had not flown in like eight years because I was afraid of flying. Oh wow. And so I had been really nervous for like two weeks because I was like, about oh my God, this I'm about to fly. Yeah. And then I woke up on 9-11. I was like, I'm not Whoa. getting on a plane. I mean, I couldn't have anyway. So I that day on 9-11, I rented a car and started driving across country. Oh my God. To get to your job in Miami? Yeah. It wasn't Miami. It was Tampa. Oh, gross. Yeah. Um, and... And then they still shot the calendar? <laughs> yes. <laughs> was everyone real sad? Yeah. Like, how are you, like, sexy on a beach or in your Hooters, like, nylons? I don't know. It you... was weird. It was just a weird vibe. And, uh, yeah, it was really weird driving across country. I feel right like when everything got going... canceled that week. I'm surprised the Hooters, uh, like, magazine shoot didn't They're... get Like, imagine of all the things seeming not important to do. Imagine the imagine terrorists that. win if we don't make this yeah. swimsuit. People video. need their people need their um, Hooters catalog. Yeah, it was really weird because I remember I'm really bad with dates and like like I would it, like if you asked me when was how long ago was nine eleven I'd be like oh was that like that was like five or six years ago yeah. I'm really bad with dates I'm really bad with large crowds of people like in an arena I'm like oh there's four hundred thousand people here oh yeah <laughs> like I like, can't tell and they're like it's eight thousand yeah people. I can't tell the difference between a thousand and three hundred thousand people yeah I'm the same way I've I've gone to like concerts and I was like that that place has to hold like ninety thousand people and they're like. <laughs> Um, it's like 8,000 people. Yeah, I have no concept of large crowds. But I remember all that really well because it was because of 9-11. I remember while I was driving across country, it was when I was driving back, I picked up the new Tenacious D album because mm-hmm. that had their first album had just come out. And so I just listened to Tenacious D the whole drive and ate um, Waffle House. Oh, man. You just stopped at Waffle Houses across the country? The whole way there and the whole way back. As because a like, we don't good ha- luck charm? What's that? As it, a good luck charm thing? No, just because I loved, you know. Waffles? I loved their biscuits and gravy. And and we don't have that here. We don't have Waffle House. Are you getting fan? I can actually feel it, yeah. Yeah? Are you sure? Okay. I have the heater version of that. This is both. The fan does not it work is? as well as the heater, yeah. Is, are you sure yours is not both? I don't think they made just a heater version. Oh shit! This, this will be <laughs> mind blowing. This will be a revelation. Yeah. Does your remote look? Mine like, does not look like mine. Looks mine is really old. Does your remote have this? Like mine has red, which is heat. Mine only and has blue, the red which one. Which is uh huh. Okay. Yeah, mine's can, just. Do you want to put your headphones on and see if you can hear it? If I crank it up. Yeah. Hello. Talk. I'm talking. Um. Is it terrible? No. Oh, great. Listen, if uh, you can barely, at you? yeah, you can barely hear it. I feel like it. So anyone who has a problem with that <laughs> shit can lick my balls. <laughs> with the problem, there's a fan on. Well, sometimes, like when I, re- I re- I'll record like intros and stuff in my kitchen, and it'll sound different than the episode. 
Well, no. Well, I mean, yeah, but like sometimes my ref- it's when my refrigerator is running mm-hmm. and it's so loud. No, that's way better. I will to... totally leave that on. Okay. You can let it I'm oscillate. To... Really? Yeah. I'm trying to point it at you. It is pointing at me, okay, but you can great. let it oscillate. That's oh, not fair mind. to you. I, it actually cools the whole room. I don't mind, but I rather my guest gets it first. But you you're know, used to the hot. Yeah. Did you live in Cuba? I'm also ever? dressed in like shorts and a shirt, and you're you're very professionally dressed in jeans and a. And Did a polo. you ever? I don't know why I fucking wore jeans today. <laughs> I went to brunch this morning with some friends, and then I'm going to do an ADR session at three. So you're gonna look profesh. I don't need to look profesh though. I did not turn my phone off. I'm going to turn it off. So unprofessional. <laughs> um, do you know what I was supposed to do at 9-11? I had an appointment. I to- thought you just said I was supposed to do a 9-11. <laughs> you know, I was supposed to do a 9-11. <laughs> what? I, 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 maybe I didn't enunciate the on. Do you know what to- I was supposed to do on 9-11? <laughs> what were you supposed to do on 9 I had an appointment to get my nipple pierced. And then I was like, I guess that's a sign, <laughs> which is the worst thing. But I never did get it pierced because I was like, oh, no. Was this in Miami? Yeah. Ugh, I, I was, never... I was what, 16 or 17? My friend Dave has both of his nipples pierced. And to me, it looks weird on a dude. It suggests a certain type of man I think and I don't think I even knew that because I never see him without his shirt on and it wasn't wasn't until very recently at a pool I was like dude <laughs> both of your nipples are pierced both of your nipples are pierced his you, eyebrows are pierced do you too. think that that is it just my you know we're judging a book by its cover of like do you think that if a man has one or more nipple pierced I think two nipples pierced it's like oh you're into some sec- weird like shit. kinky shit or you're at least willing I don't know why a guy would do it. But do you, do you, in your mind, do you see a guy with nipples pierced and then you go, that's, is that the assertion you make about them? No. In my head, it has nothing to do with sex stuff. Really? In my head, totally sex stuff. Totally sex stuff. I mean, I think maybe if he had his dick pierced. Yeah, but you wouldn't be able to see that at a pool party. Oh my God. But that, that's got to hurt so bad. I know. I can't imagine doing that. I got my ear pierced in college, my left ear, and maybe left it, maybe left a, a ring or a whatever in it for like a year. And then I just stopped. And it closed? It's still, this hole is still there. Mm-hmm. And every now and then it has, I don't want to say infected, but like. Yeah. If I squeeze it a little, sometimes like pus will come out of it. This is great stuff. <laughs> and that is sex stuff. Yeah. That is definitely but I don't a know sign why it does stuff. that. Um, because it's, it's probably an- like you, you probably, you need to clean it. Yeah. <laughs> you need to take a little swab of alcohol <laughs> to, to it and shower. clean it every now and then. You need to shower sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Piercings to me say certain things. I suppose but maybe that's a complete misconception i mean it totally is i'm just judging somebody by the outside of their body so you you because of 9-11 you're like i can't no no i just never did and then now i don't really want one anymore because you're probably glued to the tv the whole day well also it was like everything was canceled for that's why i'm surprised your your hooter shoot stayed like everything was canceled for like two weeks 
But I called them. I literally called them on 9-11. I'm like, is this still happening? Yeah. They're like, yeah. They acted like it was not. They're like, yeah. Oh, my God. And some of the girls. He was like very brave to continue to do that. Some the of the girls canceled. Some of the girls yeah. didn't show up. They're like. I bet. No. I would have canceled. Like, how do you be sexy? I had just finished working a job. I just finished working on Temptation Island. No, no. It was Joe Millionaire. Oh. And I had just quit my job there. And uh, I had some friends that were still there on 9-11. And they said that uh, the the bot, the production coordinator was still like trying to get people to come in and work. Oh my God. And he was like guilting and he's like, I mean, if you feel you need to stay home, then I Jesus. guess that's okay. But we still got a deadline. Like he was trying to get people to come in on nine 11 and work. God, no, that's crazy. I guess, you know, you can't, you can't really blame people cause we didn't know what the fuck was happening that day either. You know, it was the weirdest thing. It was a ever. very strange thing. No one knew what was happening until, like, later. Even if you saw what was happening, you didn't understand it. You know what I mean? Like, you were like, what? Planes? How did they crash? Yeah, yeah I was like, how did they... How do you... A pilot, I, I, terrorism like, wasn't really a huge thing at that time. Yeah. It's a really weird thing. I now... I, th I think... I wonder how... If this is just me and my morbid brain... Um, macabre always is that every time I see a plane especially if it's like near any kind of skyline I'm always like I'm gonna watch this plane crash every time I see it <laughs> like literally every day of my life if I happen to catch a plane out of the side, corner of my eye I think I just think that my luck is I will watch a plane crash um, but like I always think that and, um, and I don't know if it's just me I hope to God I never see a plane crash in real life oh of course it's not like I'm wishing for it. I'm just. I think there are some people like it'd be kind of the same way people go to the car races because they secretly want to see. Oh car no, crashes. that's terrible. The only thing you should secretly want that's bad is a fight in a hockey game. That's true. that's fun, and they the players know it. But a car crash is terrible. I have horrible thoughts when I fly in plane, even like like what you just said. But like when I'm actually on the plane, you oh. know, when you cut, when you're flying into LAX, yeah. you can see downtown LA to the right. Yeah. Just like clear as day. I'm always going as we're passing it. I'm like bracing myself for the feeling of the plane starting to turn. Yeah. Like to go towards the buildings. I'm, I'm just always like, I know. Oh my I God, just keep going straight. Keep going straight. It's uh, I, 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 I'm not afraid of flying, but I get really, um, I got a lot of motion sickness. So you do? Oh yeah, real bad. Have you ever thrown up on planes? Yeah. What? Oh yeah, I've thrown up in cars. I've thrown up in buses. <laughs> when was the last time you threw up? Um, I'm a little better at it now. I got those like those um those C bands. Those help. What are those? Bit. They're like the wristbands. Yeah, they're like they're like the magnets. Uh, they're not magnets. Um, it actually just has a white tab. They're like tight, sporty wristbands. And it has a white, like, big tab that pushes right, right, right. where it... I've worn one of those. I wore one of those because I have vertigo. I have vertigo sometimes. Yeah. It's happened. It I comes and goes. About yeah. it. I I get it, like, a lot. And one time I had it for... You gotta like, clean those ears, man. No, no, it's <laughs> not that. One time I had it for a while. And so I went and got one of those because I was like, maybe one of those motion sickness wristbands will help and I put it on and like 
within two hours I felt worse. Yeah, because it only helps nausea, not necessarily motion sick. Like it doesn't make you not. Get, and what's happening with vertigo is that you're dizzy, basically. Yeah, but I'll get nauseous because of because the you're dizzy. Yeah, and that's why I tried it, and I was like. I think it helped the nausea, but it made me more dizzy. Mm-hmm. Whoa, crazy. Yeah, I've had that before where I, I literally can't walk. Like, I have to hold on to every wall. Like, it looks room. like the room's moving. Yeah, it's like, it's That's crazy. That's so crazy. It is really crazy. Do you know what causes yours? Do you have a uh, BPV? Um, what? Benign positional vertigo. I don't know. What, That's no. where the crystal that comes loose in your inner ear that... Because, I mean, for people listening... Your inner ear is filled with liquid, and that's what keeps you balanced. It's kind of like... Like a level. Like in a level, it has those bubbles, so you know where it's balanced. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what's in your inner ear. They told me it was a little, like a little tiny pebble stone that... Crystal, yeah. yeah, That is lodged within hairs, and it comes Comes loose. And uh, it needs to find its way back, like, like a pendulum sort of that comes... Yeah. Yeah, you have that fluid in your inner ear, and that's like if you lean to the left, like if you tur- the way if you turned a level to the left, the bubble goes to the right. That's in your inner ear, and your brain and your equilibrium is like, oh, he's leaning to the left. So you your body knows how to balance. Yeah. But when that crystal comes loose, it sets off. It like displaces the fluid in your inner ear. It's so crazy that it could like that tiny little thing can affect so like your entire life like you could not work you could not drive you could not do anything how does it even fix itself it's so crazy do you grow a new crystal or does it they're all over does it find its place no i I think there's just different crystals just saying do you grow a new crystal weirded me out (laughs) you know who also has this have you ever worked with ted wass no He's a director. He directs sitcoms. And he was the father on Blossom. Oh. Uh, He has it really bad. Yeah, I haven't had it in years. And I think what brings it on for me is um, sometimes some sort of sickness, like like a sinus infection or something. (laughs) (laughs) You just scared my dog. He just jumped up. Sorry. It was just really funny. Sorry, Taco. He's like, you know that panda mom? The the baby sneezes and the, and the panda mom gets really scared. That's what just happened. It was very funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, for me, it's just like a cold or a sinus infection can do it. I haven't had it in a really long time, thank God. But I had I lived in a house in Laurel Canyon that was like this weird little tree house that had like 75 steps to get to the front door. Whoa. And so I was like essentially trapped in a castle because I was up there and I could not get down the stairs because yeah, I couldn't see. I couldn't like, everything was crazy. That's uh, I couldn't get up, up off the bed. I had to like crawl to the bathroom and crawl to the kitchen to get water. Oh yeah. I've been there and it's, uh, it's, there's nothing worse than I feel I've had kidney stones. I've had, you know, surgeries, and I still think vertigo is the worst. Really, worse than a kidney stone? That's yeah. Is because that an a, unpopular opinion? A kidney stone is like it passes, but the vertigo—I mean, the vertigo too, does too. But like, you literally—I've been able to function with a kidney stone, like drive and walk around. Like with vertigo, you're really just kind of stuck. Yeah, you're stuck there. You have to find a—you'll find a position where you're not spinning, and you just have to stay in that position. Mm-hmm. And usually when I get it, I'll just pop one or two Benadryl and I'll just sleep it off. The, um, do they give you like anti-nausea medicine? 
I've had it. I've also, I was given this pill called antivert. I forget the actual medical name of it. It was for vertigo and I took it and it made my vertigo worse. Really? That's crazy. But do you, I, I get this thing and I just found out there's a name for it. Like on long flights where I'll get off the flight and then for like another six or seven hours, I still feel like I'm on a plane. Oh yeah. Like I still feel like if I sit down, I'll feel like the, I'm in a moving plane. It doesn't happen to me for that long, not for six hours, but it certainly happens to me for at least an hour after for sure. If I'm on rides, if I'm in the car for a long time, I feel like that. It's called disembarkment syndrome. Huh? I learned that from busy Phillips. Interesting. Yeah. I always thought it was funny. Like when you're on a boat, or something, and you see that word disembarkation. Uh-huh. How like it's spelled like it's not English because it's just a K. Yeah, it, isn't that weird? Or sometimes a Q. I feel like too. I've seen it with just a K, and when you see something like disembarkation, you expect it to be a C. See. But it's it seems like it's like weird, like like it's like Haitian or something. Vacation with a K. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Real interesting stuff. No, I'm busy and I have a podcast just about this kind of stuff. Really? Yeah. About being sick? All medical shit. Cause busy's a hypochondriac too. We've done six episodes so far. I think it starts coming out this week. I think I've seen that on her Instagram stories. Yeah. And maybe on yours too. It's horrible. We just talk about, <laughs> but real shit too. We had Nicole Sullivan on our podcast. Who's was on uh, mad TV. Right. And she, got the h1n1 like the bird flu remember like she got the bird flu remember like eight or nine years ago whatever it was yeah. when the, there was that bird flu epidemic she and got the, it she had it oh my god she's like the only person i know that's ever had it and was put into a coma like a medically induced coma because she had a hundred and six fever holy shit yeah you know what's crazy <laughs> what cats their normal temperature is like 104 or it's like high. It's like a fever and no vet understands why they don't boil <laughs> to death. Like their That's normal. True. It's very true. It's like a higher, it may not be 103. It might be like 101, but it doesn't, they don't have a fever and no, like vet, like the, the, the veterinary world does not understand how they don't like boil, how their blood doesn't boil. I'm surprised they don't like water more than. Like, yeah. oh, I just got to get into it. Yeah, cool. they actually, cats kind of like don't like water at all and no. don't like drinking it much either. I had a girlfriend who had a cat once that loved water. It loved being in the bathtub. Really? Yeah. That's cute. I have another friend who has cats that shit in the bath, not in the <laughs> bathtub, in the toilet. <laughs> like they balance on the edge of the toilet and they shit in the toilet. They were trained to do that, I guess. I, I guess. It's also disgusting. It's very disgusting. You walk and you look because they can't flush. There's just cat shit in your toilet. Because it's better than having to clean up a litter box. I would prefer that. Um, Are you working on anything right now? Mm -hmm. You are? What are you working on? Um, I don't know if I can say it publicly. Oh, but you have a job. Is it a new job? Um, It is not a new job. I just like raised my eyebrow. <laughs> I feel like I I know about it, but I've forgotten. Yeah. Is that possible? No, I don't know. I don't know that it matters. It's not a big deal. You haven't posted anything about it online, like a deadline screenshot. No. 
I did post something about it on Snapchat, so I guess I can talk about it. I'm not on Snapchat anymore. Oh, um, <clears throat> I'm doing more Santa Clarita Diet. Oh, shit. Which is fun. Yeah. That's right. Did you book it when I saw you at the yes. audition? Actually, but so that audition was... That audition... No, I didn't book that audition. Oh, okay. They like called me for... That was a totally different part. Why were you annoyed with me? Because I was wearing a wig? No, I'm just annoyed when I see someone at an audition and then like months later, they're like, oh, by the way, I booked that No, part. I did not get that at all. In fact, they were like, she was wearing a weird wig. <laughs> I, uh, I had blonde the, hair. I had like white, white blonde hair. And it was like... Show it's Netflix, right? Uh-huh. Uh, called Santa Clarita Diet, um, which is very funny. And I ran into it. I was auditioning. I think it was the pilot episode. There's a scene where they try and get a body from a morgue. Mm. And the, they're, they're bribing this. Uh, yeah, you would have been better at that. I was that guy. I was auditioning for that guy. But I was sitting in there and you were in the audition and I didn't say anything to you because I didn't know it was you because you were wearing a wig. That's you were the, not true. It is true. You were the one that went, hey. And then it, then it kind of hit me. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, that's... You had blonde uh, hair. Yeah, I had white blonde hair. And then I... You were not a blonde... You're like... Your hair is black. It's like... Well, you mean my natural hair color? Yeah. Um, my natural hair color is like a dark brown. But when you saw me, I was wearing the wig, which was not blonde. It was brown. It was? Yes. I had to play this oh, very mousy character. Yeah, I had to play this very mousy character. And so I was like, this isn't going to work with white blonde hair. That's right. You had bleached hair at the time. Yeah. And that's why you wore a wig. I wore a wig to play this like mousy, mousy <laughs> that's character. That's right. You were wearing a wig that was your normal hair color, yeah. but looked weird yeah, because it was, it was a, a wig. wig. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I, I did not end up getting that. This I didn't even. I was thing. so annoyed that I had to drive out to because oh, the audition was in Santa. Yeah, Clarita. they they shoot it in Santa Clarita. How many have you done? Um, I did last season. I think I did two episodes. Um, and this season, that I can't say. I know that. I, I think I can say that I'm coming back, but I can't say how many I'm doing. It's all a secret. Are you going really. back to do? Did you do more Pete Holmes show? Uh, the second crashing? season. No, yeah. I did not. But I hear it's really good. I haven't. I didn't get asked back either. No. Well, I don't think they asked anybody back. Natalie and I were both on the first season of Crashing. Mm-hmm. You were very good. So, so oh. are you. Oh my gosh! Do you the have squirrel. a dog? Come here, buddy. The squirrel really makes him angry. It comes to the window and taunts him. Squirrels make me angry too. Come I was here. in Toronto and I saw a Come black here. squirrel. They're very cute, aren't they? It was cute, but it looked kind of evil. <laughs> like an evil squirrel. <laughs> and I remember, this was years ago, but I just remember going, that's a black squirrel. I've never seen one before. Really? I think those are common in <clears throat> North America. Are they? I've never yeah. seen one, especially in California. Huh. I've my, seen them. My ex-girlfriend posted a photo on Instagram not too long ago of an albino squirrel. Mm. With like red eyes. She couldn't get close enough to see the eyes, but it was fucking solid white it looked weird cool yeah that's so cool yeah i guess <laughs> <laughs> i like i like random animal sightings it's supposed to be good luck to see an albino animal is it mm-hmm. well, native americans thought so <laughs> or think so yeah 
Um, it's good medicine. I don't think I've, I don't know if I've, oh no, I saw an albino peacock. My friend has an albino That's like, peacock. Do they feel useless? Because <laughs> yeah, they don't have bright. But I cool guess being white is, is, is cool too. Yeah, my friend uh, has, has this big kind of ranch out in, on the way to Palm Springs out near like Banning and uh, huge property and he's got all these animals. He's got like a couple Move cows. Forward. I just realized how stuck you were in there. Yeah. He's got cows and horses and goats and then just a random albino peacock. Um. I think what I've always thought was really funny about peacocks is just like how much effort went into the design of the male and the like females. The females is the plainest ass it's bird just, with long yeah, feathers. It's just a brown hen. And they're loud as shit too. I almost, I was pulling out of my driveway here and there's never any peacocks around here. I've never seen a single one. And I, and I looked in my reverse camera or I looked in my mirror. Sorry. I looked in my, my mirror to see the back but not the reverse camera for some reason, which I always look at the reverse camera, but there was no people and no cars. So I pressed reverse or I hit reverse. And then thank God I looked at the rearview like camera because it was peacocks walking right behind my car. What? I almost ran them over. A peacock? Two. In this neighborhood? Yes, two. Walking down the sidewalk, <laughs> which is also crazy. Just like having a stroll. It was really weird. Oh man, I almost moved to this neighborhood. Remember that? I do. And it I mean, scam, it didn't right? almost happen because it was a scam. Are you are you still looking to move? I think what I'm going to do, and I think my mom talked me into this. My mom keeps saying, "Just take a loan out and buy a house." Don't do it right now, though. No, it's not going to happen right now. It's a, the I prices are it. insane right now. Insane. I got. I have to. Uh, I'm waiting for. My first checks, my residual checks from Guardians of the Galaxy, right. which will be good. And then um, a show I'm pitching, which I think will sell. Nice. But what I mean is not because of your financial status. I mean, no, prices now are like higher than they were before. They're the highest they were before the market crashed. That's got to change soon, though, right? Yeah, it'll drop. Because it's not just houses. It's fucking rent. Everything, yeah. It is. I know. Well, I've been looking... When I was dating this last girlfriend of mine, we were hoping she would move out to L.A. So I started looking at bigger apartments because I've lived in the same place for almost 10 years. And it's a studio apartment, which for me is fine. You know, I just. Yeah, but for I another just, person is not. Yeah. yeah, I just need a bed and a kitchen and a bathroom. And so right. it's been fine. And uh, so I haven't had to look for apartments and I didn't know about all, how much rent has gone up. It's insane. So I was like, I, I would love a two bedroom apartment. That'd be perfect for us and her dog. And. Yeah, you got a little office. Yeah, and started looking, and it was like, you can't find a place for, like, a two-bedroom for less oh. than, like, $2,500. Yeah. Like, a good one. Yeah. And that was And really, that's not a house. That's an apartment. That's somewhere. an apartment. A janky-ass. Yeah. No air conditioning. Yeah. And I, I desperate the next place I live has, has to have a washer and a dryer. Yeah. And not a community one, but like in the yeah, you're fucking tired of fucking unit. quarters. So everything's really expensive. And then I started, you know, talking to friends who had houses and who were like, "Yeah, my mortgage is like nineteen hundred dollars a month or two thousand. I'm like, that's less than what. Yeah, it I is have if to. You, if I you, have to get a house. If you give a lot down, you know. 
Which I will. You can do that. But this is Axel. I recognize him from your uh, Instagram story. <laughs> Not Instagram, your Snapchat. You're still Snapchatting. You just said you don't have Snapchat. How do you recognize him? Well, oh. I used to. Oh. Remember? Do I remember? Yes. They think they got I mean, mixed I still up with your Instagram it. stories. I, I still have it. I don't. I think you're the. You still do it? Mm hmm. Every now and then. Do people still. Other people? <laughs> or I think so. Are you the only one doing it? No, I think other people do it. What's your Snapchat name? Natmo Snaps. Natmo Snaps? Yep. Um, yeah, I still have the app. Yeah, I still do it. I found it. <laughs> you know what I was thinking the other day is that if anybody, if I was ever in one of those like leaks of like where people broke into actresses, into their phone actresses phones and find photos. nude photos, the only nude photos they would see is me testing out different filters to see if they work with my boobs. <laughs> oh no, I saw you tweeted that. Yeah. I just Snapchatted to see if the filters would recognize boobs and they do. Yeah, so I would, I'd use my nipple as a nose and then I draw two eyes and a mouth and I test out the different filters that way and I have a bunch of them saved that way because I think it's very funny. That's not an encouragement to hack into my Snapchat account. Actually, I'll delete them all right now. You gotta delete that shit. They're deleted. They're not there anymore for you, but... uh but that's what I spend most of my time on Snapchat doing. I find it very hilarious. Hey, can you stop that? Thank you. Axel. Yeah, your Snapchat. Axel, stop it. <laughs> Complaining about your cat. <laughs> yeah, we have a bit that we do where uh, it was a bit that I was doing where I would be like, Axel, I'm trying to look cute. Stop. You're getting in my way. Because <laughs> he would just pass by. Do they get along your your dog and your cat? Yeah, they mostly tolerate each other. They they like they used to play a lot more and then now they don't. They're both kind of old they and they're just old. like whatever. You you live here. I need a pet. The first thing I do when I get a house even if I have to settle for an apartment is get a pet. Yeah. They're pretty great. My place is too small. And I used to be gone a lot more and so I was always like I'd feel guilty just leaving yeah. an animal in a house in an apartment. Yeah. But I want a yard too. Yeah. It's all I think about now. Pets are really great. They're really... I think about them like they are... It's a kind of a pain in the ass when you have to travel and whatever, and it's an extra thing you have to worry about. You know, it's it's like... Especially when you have a dog, you have to be home every five hours at least to yeah. let them out. Cats are a little easier, but when you go out of town, someone has to come. It's a whole thing. But the trade-off is that when you come home, they're like... There's like two things that like love you and hang out with you and right. follow you to every room and um and people and live cool. longer when they, <laughs> they they're just pets. cool you know like i live with like two naked wild animals and and they're my buddies and uh we like hang out with each other and care about each other and it's really Taco. nice yeah he really he has a beard like a billy goat yeah and he's had it since he was two months since he was a puppy like He's had it since he was really little. Like for anyone listening, it looks like the Colonel Sanders beard, like the goatee. Yeah. He also has this little mohawk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like Spike from uh, <laughs> Gremlins. Yeah. He's a very good boy. <laughs> what else? <laughs> what else, Steve? I'm so tired. I did a show last night, a late show at the improv last night. Oh, yeah? To tire you out? I think I'm done doing stand up. Really? Did it not go well? No, the show is fine. I just hate doing stand-up. Why do you hate it? 
Um, I don't. I, I, I think I've talked about this before, but I, I because of my vertigo, I don't like to go on the road. Because mm-hmm. when you do stand up on the road, you usually work from like a Thursday night till Sunday, and the thought of me being. It wouldn't be as bad if I was in like San Francisco or New York or Austin or somewhere or Chicago, somewhere cool. But it's like but Kansas. But if I'm in and, like somewhere in yeah. Indiana in like a small club and I get really bad vertigo, I'm just like, what the fuck do I do? I don't know anybody here. I don't have anyone to call. Yeah. Um, that terrifies me. And it's never happened, but the thought of it possibly happening keeps me from doing the road and that's the only way you can make money as a comedian well i uh, you know not to not to change the way you process things but i recently realized that i was having a lot of anxiety about the possibility of something bad happening and then i was like and that it had never happened it never happens like a specific thing i was like um i was like I don't, you know, this is what it was. It was very weird, but I was losing sleep every night over this. Uh, there was a cat that, like a like a stray cat that comes to a window in my house every night, or was coming to a window in my house every night, and staring at my cat, Axel, and making him crazy. Like, this cat would just look this through the window. This is a true thing that was happening. Yeah. This cat would just look through the window and make Axel crazy, and this window is, is sort of downstairs and has a ledge. So, I woke up, the reason I noticed this is I woke up one night because I heard him going, climbing up to the window and, fall, and coming back down, and coming up and coming back down, and coming up and coming back down. And that particular window has a sensor on it for a glass break, like for the alarm. So not only does the alarm go off if you open the window, but also if you break through the glass, yeah. because if you only have the sensors that are when so you, you open the, the window, alarm was going to go off. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, I was like, okay, you, I can't turn on the alarm because what if Axel sets it off? <laughs> I can't turn on the alarm because what if Axel sets it off and I can't, um, and if I don't turn on the alarm, someone's going to come and rob me. And so I had this anxiety right. about both things all all night, every night, where I was like, damned if I do and damned if I didn't. And then I was like, okay, the alarm has never gone off before because of him. Why is it going to start to go off now? And if it goes off, I'll just turn it off. So now I'm turning the alarm on every night. But I had to sort of convince myself that, uh, you know, it had never happened before. So why was I stressing about it? You know? I'm the same way. I. So, so been- what I'm saying is maybe just try it. And if if you get vertigo on the road, I've done it. I've you call gone, a lift and you go back to your hotel room. No, it's usually my vertigo is usually it starts in the morning. Like it's a thing where I wake up, I feel fine, and it's when I sit up. Yeah. As soon as I sit up, it'll start, and then my day is fucked. Yeah. So you're just afraid that you're gonna like have to call the club on. No. Yeah. Here's the here's what my biggest fear is, and this has been a f- thing that's affected me other ways my whole life is I'm a people pleaser. Mm. And so part of me, I also get this when I book new jobs. Like anytime I book like a guest star on a sitcom or something, mm. the first night, the night before my first oh, day I don't of work, sleep ever. the night before my first day of work, I can't sleep because I'm terrified. What if I oversleep? The alarm doesn't wake up, yeah. Or what if I have vertigo and then I have to cancel yeah and everyone's gonna be mad at me it's a fear of i don't want anyone to be upset with yeah 
Um, now I see I never sleep ever on the night before a job for many of those same fears. But now it used to stress me out where I'd be like, no, oh, you're not getting sleep. It's already two and you're not sleeping. It's already three and you're not sleeping. And so now I'm like, oh, no, you just know this about yourself. Now you don't sleep the first night. You don't. Nope. And so now I just kind of relax into not sleeping. Um, I know he's very handsome, right? Most pets won't. Oh, my God. This is he's a very handsome guy and he poses a lot. I will post these photos when. Are his eyes open? He's looking yeah. at you. Yeah. Look at this shit. Yeah, he's very handsome. He has very good coloring. <laughs> um, sorry. I'm also an amateur photographer. You're very good at your photography. I like your photography. Sometimes I'm like, I want to. Do you think it's the camera or do you think it's you? It's both. Oh, don't <laughs> lay down. This is great for a podcast. No, I, <laughs> yeah. So I never sleep. Like I will, and I, I mean, I do fall asleep, but it's usually like three Stressful. or four in the morning. Yeah. I'll finally fall asleep. And then my alarm goes off, which is actually going to be worse for your vertigo anyway. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And then I go to the set and you know, usually they put you in your trailer and mm -hmm. they're like, yeah, we have some time before you have to be on set, which translates to like four hours. Yeah. And I'm really tired and, and I'm always like, I want to take a nap in my trailer. And then I'm afraid to fall asleep because I'm like, well, now I'm here. What if I get vertigo? While you're here. And uh, it's just a fucking Aww, disaster. That's a lot of stress, Steve. And I also, I sometimes get like mild vertigo being in the trailer, especially if it's one of those trailers. Sometimes you have a trailer that's shared with someone. Mm -hmm. else. Like it's half of a trailer. Yeah. Or a third of a trailer. So other people moving around in their trailer, it makes the whole thing shake. Yeah. And that will give me like motion sickness sometimes. Really? Yeah. I think you're stressing yourself out. Yeah. But I also, <laughs> I should be talking about this on the podcast with Busy, but like <laughs> the past few months I've just been, even when I'm not working, afraid to go to sleep for some reason. Yeah. Like, Do you, do you smoke weed? I haven't in about a year. Does it help you sleep normally? It doesn't help me either way. No? No. It helps you? It's it's the it's the one thing that like sort of naturally will knock me out. Also dramamine. <laughs> dramamine is oh, great really? for sleep, yeah. But I'll take Benadryl sometimes if I want to sleep. I would say, yeah, it's sort of the same effect that Benadryl makes you really drowsy. Dramamine when you wake up, you're not like like in a fog. Really? Yeah. I used to take it a lot, especially yeah, when Benadryl, I was... Benadryl, I'll be in a fucking, like, I call it a Benadryl hangover yeah. for like no. four or five hours. Dramamine doesn't do that. And um, I used to take it all the time for like motion sickness and on planes and I would... There's a non-drowsy formula, which still is drowsy. Yeah. And, but the regular formula knocks me the fuck out. Like any boat I've ever been on, I like pass out on the boat because yeah. I'm like on Dramamine. But is it Dramamine or is it Dramamine? I've heard it pronounced both ways. I have a friend who took, I don't think it was Dramamine or Dramamine. He took like something a little more hardcore, like uh, not Ativan. What's the sleeping pill that everyone takes? Ambien. Ambien. Took Ambien just before they got onto a plane. Like an, he was waiting to mm -hmm. get on the plane like an hour before. So he took an Ambien. Got on the plane and was just like really nodding off. 
and then he fell asleep. It was before they took off. Fell asleep, and then they came on the intercom and said, "Folks, we're having an issue with this plane. We have to switch. Mm-hmm. You have to get up. Get everyone has to get off the plane." <laughs> and, and he was just like, what? like he could yeah. barely move, and yeah. it was just like a nightmare scenario. Yeah, you like aren't. I've never taken Ambien, but uh, people do that on purpose. It's called missing the boat. What? Where they don't go to sleep on purpose so that you're then insanely high. But, oh, really? Yeah. But um, but I know people that take it to sleep and, and you like don't remember what you do in the middle of the night. I have, This Scary. is why I've never tried it is because I'm scared of doing weird shit in my sleep. <laughs> I have a friend who took you it. You try it and film yourself. <laughs> I have a friend who took it and I think it was her first time. She took the Ambien, went to sleep, the next morning she woke up and was like, holy shit, I had the craziest dream that I drove to Del Taco, went through the drive through The Del Taco down on, it's not there anymore. It was on like Highland and Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I had a dream that I went to this Del Taco, went into the drive through and tried ordering boxes because she was moving. She's like, I went to the drive through and was like, I need a bunch of boxes. Like she tried ordering boxes and she was like, that's the weirdest fucking dream. And then she was laying there and she goes, what if that wasn't a dream? She goes out. I just her pictured garage. her car like parked in her on her lawn. <laughs> her car was gone. Really? She went out. Her car was gone. She couldn't figure out what was going on. And so she called a friend just on a hunch and goes, hey, can you give me a ride to Del Taco? Her friend's like, uh, okay. Drove her to Del Taco. Her car was in the parking lot. Oh, my God. She didn't have her keys with her either. Her car was in the parking lot at Del Taco. And uh, so she went in and the manager was in there who was working a double shift. He had been there overnight and she walked in and it was one of those. Oh, look who it is. Like really like pissed off. Like, yeah. Oh, look who showed up. And she's like, what? And he goes, yeah. He goes, you were here last night, incredibly drunk, screaming at us in the drive through for boxes. <laughs> and so we had you come around and park and we took your keys. Oh my God. How did she get home? She goes, I wasn't drunk. He goes, you were definitely drunk. She goes, <laughs> she's like, I took a sleeping pill. She walked home. Oh my God. And by the way, this was Highland and Santa Monica. She walked home. She lived up in like Hollywood off of like Hollywood Boulevard in like Cherokee. Oh my God. That's a far like distance to Hollywood. walk, especially high as hell. In the middle of the night. Oh my God. Barefoot, like in pajamas. That's crazy. Yeah. So I heard that story. I was like, I don't know. I, I never need to try that. No, drug. I'm not. I don't. My mom used to take it and it made her really depressed when she like for like a week after. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it has one of those things where when they would, I think there used to be commercials for it, or maybe it's just on the box that there's the side effects include like eating, like you eat in your sleep. Oh my like God. people go to the refrigerator very often That's and will like crazy. just raid their refrigerator and just eat all night. That's so crazy. What a weird thing. 
I'd rather I, have sleeping problems. <laughs> than, than you not know what you're doing. Yeah, that's sleep. scary. I once, I've always had bad sleeping because I, I think when I've done like sleep tests, my REM doesn't kick in till 5 a.m. It's from 5 to like 9.30 or 10. Yeah. And so if I'm ever up before like 10, I'm out of whack. Yeah, yeah. And, and so... It's really weird. I've always had bad sleeping habits. So one time before a job, because I knew I was like, oh, I don't sleep. I used to get this thing too, where I'd get, um, I'd get a sore throat for every job, or I'd get, I'd get, um, like I wouldn't be able to talk. It was like so psychosomatic. You had it on crashing. No, that didn't have. I don't, that was legitimate laryngitis. But oh, it yes, was okay. But but before that, I'd had different things. But yes, maybe maybe it was. Maybe I gave myself legitimate laryngitis on a job that I really wanted. Because you definitely wanted. had like a rasp going. Oh, I couldn't talk. I thought it was a character choice. I'm glad. I was like, oh, that sounds really cool. I'm glad. There was, there's a part, there's a scene in that where I'm having a conversation with Artie on a bench and that entire scene, I'm screaming at the top of my lungs because my voice was just like this. Yeah. Yeah. And I, like, I woke up with laryngitis and then I had to smoke that whole day in the scene. Right. So it didn't help. But, um, what was I saying? Oh, someone gave me melatonin once before a job my first day on this job and i um i fell asleep during a scene during a scene it wasn't on me the camera wasn't on me and i what didn't have a lot of lines and i was waiting till a line and i fell asleep on my first day on like a big job oh yeah like i fell asleep on another actor talking (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing were they laughing about it no um, like, I don't know that they noticed. I don't know. I don't know. Like I was like doing that, like, like literally like a meerkat, just like <laughs> falling nod, asleep and then waking off. myself up yeah. in that panic. Yeah. Uh, Michael Rooker, who he plays Yondu in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. He does that. He like, I don't know about the first movie, but I know on the second movie he was falling asleep like, like there are scenes where he's actually laying down too and. And he's asleep. And he's, they are shooting. Oh no, it was a scene. Spoilers. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, I shouldn't do it. Well, there's a scene where he's laying down. And he's asleep. And they were shooting and he started snoring. Oh my God, that's so funny. Yeah. But he's such good friends with James Gunn that it, he can get away with it. But I'm sure that will be. Does he have it. like sleep issues? No, it's just he wears so much prosthetics and his full body is blue in the movie. Yeah. So, you know, on days where we'd start shooting at seven or eight in the morning, he'd get there. At he like would have to be three. there at like three, three thirty in the morning. Yeah. So he was just fucking tired all the time. I have so many photos of him in his chair just Sleeping. asleep. That'd probably be me too. And you almost feel like your your whole body's hidden, like you're in a building in your own like yeah. prosthetics so you feel like no one must notice that you're sleeping because <laughs> you're I actually have you're like a cocoon the only photos I have from set because the Marvel is so secretive and that you know they would have rules that are like don't bring your phones to set really everyone would bring their phones to set they just keep them in the bags you know the little side saddle bag on their chair but um so the only photos I have from set are just selfies of me with all my makeup and stuff on, but just people sleeping in their chairs. Really? Or on the, some people just sleep on the ground. Where did you film that? Atlanta. Mm. Oh, right. 
There was a scene, <clears throat> there's a scene that takes place in like a whorehouse, but all of the prostitutes are robots. And so all, oh, Westworld. The, all the girls had to look alike. They're all painted yellow and oh, have whoa. these weird, you know, like chest pieces on. And so, and there's like a hundred of them. And so a lot of these girls had to show up. Their call time was like 11 p.m. Oh my God. Because they had to do them one by to, one. They had yeah. to get them through it all night. So there'd be 11 p.m. And a friend of mine was one of those girls. And she said that like, it was this hard plastic chest piece that kind of went up their neck. So they couldn't lay down. Oh no. So they're sitting, they're trying, they're all trying to sleep like sitting Standing up. Standing up. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, that was the one, ex- the one time I did extra work, I, uh, I, we, they like tried to keep us there really late after having been there all day. And I was like, Ugh. it was like a club scene. And I was like, Ugh. nah. And I found a closet and slept in the closet during the scene. <laughs> so I wasn't actually in it. Crowd scenes. And then I was like, never again. Crowd scenes are the worst. Yeah. Even when you're not an extra, even when you're just, you know, yeah. a person. Oh, yeah, I'm always character. like trying to find a reason for my character to leave or to not be there. Oh, my God. It's when we rehearse it, I'm like, how, how am I getting out of here so I don't have to be a background? I've only blown up two times on set, like <laughs> lost my temper. One time was in a crowd. It, we were doing Sarah Silverman's show, and there's, there's an episode where Sarah and I, it revolves just all around us going to this, like, my favorite band is like kind of like fish like mm-hmm. this jam band and so we go and so we shot for like the whole day just on this sound stage with like 200 extras and we're standing right in the middle of them and i was like towards the end of the day like going into like 13 14 hours i was just like there's no way the camera is even seeing me why i yeah and it, and the director was really like meticulous and be like, all right, let's go again. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I was just frustrated and tired. And I was like, I go, wait, <laughs> there's no fucking way you haven't gotten this shot. Like I felt so bad. He's the only, he's, he was the directing the other episode where I lost my, there's an episode where <laughs> so maybe it's just a Wayne thing. Well, he would do multiple takes kind of like, what's the, what's his name? Kubrick yeah. was notorious for doing, but like there's an episode where I have huge man boobs. Like they had, they made a special bra for me that was full of oh sand. God. And there's an episode where I'm closing a window and I slam it shut on, on my tits. Ba- yeah. And just getting that shot took like a fucking hour and the window is lower than I am when I'm standing. So I'm having to like crouch. crouch. And so my legs are in a weird position and I was like starting to get tunnel vision and I just I yelled like, at him. Nope. I'm like, dude, what is going on? I felt so bad. Have you ever lost your shit? Um, not really. Not in a... I have sort of coolly lost my shit on a yes. set where I feel like somebody is the the one time I've I've ever been upset is when I thought something wasn't safe and I thought someone might be in like Oh that's yeah. And I and then I then I have no qualms about being an insane person because I don't want someone to die. Yeah. Um but no, I've certainly I've certainly especially directing, I've had experiences where dudes will not listen to me and I'm a director and they yeah. will talk over me and not 
um, not hear what I want to say or, or, or blow, like try to blow past me. So I just kind of repeat myself in this voice. Like, just like, no, actually this is what we're going to do. Yeah. So I don't lose my shit, but I, I do get stern if I need to. Um, especially if it's like wasting time. But I'm very manipulative as an actor on set in crowd scenes where I'm like in the rehearsal. I already know. I'm like, which side are we going to shoot first? This side? Okay. So I'm only here. I never turn around. Yeah. And that's all. That's it. I remember when that audio came out of Christian Bale, like snapping and yelling. That was a safety issue. Did you know that? No. Yeah. I worked with somebody who um, I think did costumes on that. Like right after that happened and everyone was still talking about it. And she was like, that was so fucked up. There was a guy standing in front of a light and we were doing a stunt and he was yelling at the guy standing there because no one could see. And it was a safety issue. Right. And she was like, everyone on the set agreed with him. I agree. And it was was like the third time that guy had done that. Even not knowing that it was a safety issue, just like when you're doing a scene like when you're having to concentrate and then there's someone distracting you who's standing where they shouldn't be especially if it's he's done it multiple times yeah I was listening to it and I was like yes I totally agree with him (laughs) people were like what a dick I'm like well I think it was because he was saying he wasn't he was also saying like bad expletives at the guy yeah he wasn't just like get out of the fucking light he was frustrated I totally get that I get it when it's for sure when it's the same. Yeah, it's been very frustrating when you're trying to do a scene and someone's like walking around in the background in your eye line. That's very like. I had to do. It's disrespectful. It's like. I had to do a scene. I know I've mentioned this before, but like where I had to cry, Mm. and I couldn't do it because they would cut to do coverage or whatever. Every time they would say cut makeup would come in to like touch it, do touch ups. And because it's a comedy, they like fuck around with, and they're mm-hmm. joking with and you. You're like, and you're like, no, I needed to, and you're like, I don't, I need please to don't talk to me. Yeah. Please don't fucking talk to me. They're you know, they'll but come that's in like, the director's time to job. get your dirt on. And I'm yeah. just like, please don't. That's very, yeah. That's the director's job to have like a, Hey, where there's emotion in this, in this scene, everybody keep the talking to a, a minimum. Yeah. Let's let the actors concentrate. Like we told, sound like total sissies right now. But, I told, I know. Yeah. But I told the director out, I didn't cry during that scene, but the next day we had to shoot a scene where I had to cry. And I told him, I go, I'm sorry. Dude. He's like, no, it was fine. It was, it was still good. And I go, I just couldn't get there because people kept joking with me. Like, lighting would come in and say yeah. something funny to me or the DP who was Rhett who oh, you yeah. worked with before and I was like it just really throws me off when people are trying to joke around with me when I'm trying to be serious and so I was like off in video village like getting my shit ready to go home and I heard him like call everyone and he's like okay everyone so tomorrow don't fuck around with Steve don't you and I was like oh, oh man no, yeah. now everyone's gonna be like what a fucking no but diva. it's true you can't like I don't know if they expect you to cry so the next morning I show up and no one's like no one talked eye to you. contact <laughs> shit. I felt so fucking shitty oh no Did, were you able to cry yes yeah nice yeah I talked about this actually on the episode I think it was two or three episodes ago with Angela Serafian um yeah, and once I started crying, I couldn't stop. Really? Yeah. It was a weird thing because I was like, 
up until that point, I was never like an emotional person who like would cry in movie. I couldn't, would never mm-hmm. cry watching movies. Now I cry all like the time. Like you broke a seal? It fucking busted a seal wide open where Whoa. it was like, my brain was like, oh my God, you need to do this. Yeah. You need to release this. Like, dude, this is good for you. And I couldn't stop. Even like after we finished it, like they would cut to do, to move the cameras around and for you were coverage. Just still crying. And I would still just be sitting there sobbing, not even crying, just oh my sobbing. God. Whoa. Like hyperventilating crying. Whoa. And then we finished the scene and he's like, they're like, all right, moving on to a funny scene. Yeah. And I'm for half an hour, like walking around trying to like trying to shake, get, it off. shake it off. I, you know, I had a, by the way, are we talking forever? <laughs> no, no. I mean, we're going to wrap it up soon. Okay. I had a, I had a dream, a nightmare like two weeks ago that was so, this has never happened to me. This was so realistic. So it felt so real and I was so immersed by it. And I think it was, it was during a nap. It wasn't even at night. Oh. And I think it's because I hadn't slept for like five days as I was working on kind of a crazy project that, uh, was tense and was early hours. So I wasn't sleeping. Um, and so I took this nap and I think my body just like, I mean, like I went into the sunken place. <laughs> like right, I was like, right. I was like in some like deep thing where in my dream, it, the situation was so bad that in my dream, I was like, no, no, this is a dream. This is a dream because I remember my life is really good. This happened and this happened and this happened. My life is fine right now. And then in the dream, I went, no, that was the dream. Oh, this shit, is your real life. Dude. So I like flipped my life uh, in the dream. I thought all of the good things that were happening in my real life were just a dream that I'd had the night before. And my real life was this dream. And I woke up sobbing, like sobbing to a degree that I couldn't understand. And I was like, oh my and God. I looked around and I tried to like, I tried to, um, it was very mean. And I, and I, for like a half hour, I like felt like something had happened to me. Like I had been done harm. <laughs> I've had that where I've had nightmares that were so realistic that it affected my whole day. I was yeah. just like, like resentful towards a friend of mine. Yes. Who I thought double crossed me, Yeah, but it was so realistic in the dream that I'm like, is my friend an asshole? Yeah, and I've like, never noticed it. Like, what is my brain trying to tell me? Yeah, I I had a dream with my ex while we were dating that she, we went to a play. God, I don't remember it now. We went to a play or something, and like I think partway through she was like, she's like, I gotta leave. You're fucking embarrassing. She's like, you're a fucking embarrassment. Oh my god. She goes, you're. Oh no, that's. She's like, you're a joke. She goes. She goes, you're the biggest fucking embarrassment. She goes, I'm going to leave right now and go get a gun and I'm going to come back and fucking shoot you. Oh my God. And she owns a gun in real life. So in my head, I was like, she means business yeah. in my dream. And then I, I woke up and I woke up and this was a was long she distance. Next to you? No, oh, no, this was a long distance relationship. So she was still, you know, in Ohio and I was like, um, in my head, I was like, oh, fuck, she's going to come back and shoot me. <laughs> like, for a while. It took yeah. me a while to process, like, no, that was a dream. That was a yeah. dream. But I was, I f- it fucking affected my whole day. Just I like, wonder if, like, our, like, ancestors, like, like, tribal people, like, cave people thought, Understood dreams. Yeah, thought that these kind of nightmares were, like, real and, like, would, like, kill a man over a nightmare they had, you know? I bet it's happened. I bet it happened. Yeah. Ugh. I wonder if we're supposed to. 
<laughs> I'm going to kill the next person that crosses me in a dream. <laughs> you better hope it's not you. Yeah, I'll take my chances. Um, it's my it's time. It's hour. my time. You did an hour. Do you have anything you want to plug? When does this come out? This will probably come out. Todd Cooper's coming out this week. This will be next week. Um, I'm in the new BoJack Horseman. Nice. Good. Yeah. That's I haven't a heard, funny I haven't fucking heard it show. Yeah, it's a good show. And then I have, um, I did a movie called Battle of the Sexes and that comes out September 22nd, I think. It's me and, well, it's Emma Stone and Steve Carell and Sarah Silverman. Holy and shit. Alan Cumming and a bunch of really amazing people. And I'm also in there somewhere. Where did you shoot that? And how Here, long ago? In LA last year. Yeah, last year. So is that how you know Sarah? Yeah. Because I always see her commenting on your Twitter and yeah. vice versa. I'm like, how the fuck do they know each yeah, other? Yeah, that's we met on that job. She's the best. Did you have scenes with Steve Carell? I had one scene with him. He was really great. God damn, that guy's so funny. He's really great. I watched that movie not too long ago. Um, the one he was in with Emma Stone. Oh. Uh, and Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Is that called Crazy Stupid Love? Crazy Stupid Love. Yeah. So fucking funny. Yeah, he's great. He's really they were great. all great. That's a great movie. It's got some great twists in it, too. Mm-hmm. I fucking highly recommend that movie. Yeah. Wait, and what's your movie called? Battle of the Sexes. Battle it's of the Sexes. It's about Billie Jean King and Bobby Riggs playing. That's right. Yeah. It's really good. I saw I know I'm I saw biased because I'm in it, but I saw the movie and it's really great. I saw a trailer. Sarah is amazing great. in it. Sarah's so good in it. Um, Yeah, that's an amazing story, too. Mm-hmm. And any millennials who don't know about that should, should watch that movie. Also, still somehow so relevant in so many ways. Sadly, yeah. still relevant. Yeah. Ugh, we're in a fucking shitty time right now. <laughs> All right. Um, so people can find you on Instagram. Uh, Natalie Morales loves free stuff. <laughs> oh, that's right. You know when you click on the, the heart thing to see what people have liked? Yeah. What people are following? People who are following you have liked stuff. Yeah. As I'm scrolling down, I always know you've liked something because it's like the longest name. It stretches oh, yeah. across the whole. <laughs> Natalie Morales loves free stuff. <laughs> Twitter, what is it? It's just Natalie Morales. And Instagram is Natmo Snaps. No, that's Snapchat. I mean, Snapchat is Natmo Snaps. Yeah. Anything else? No, that's that's my reach. All right. Yeah. Well, people should follow you. You're very funny. Thanks. And... I'll see you tonight. At yeah, see you in like two hours. <laughs> uh, well, thanks everybody for listening. And thank you, Natalie. And we'll catch you next time. Thank you. Feral Audio. Till the tears run down from my eyes. Lord, somebody. Ooh, somebody. Can anybody find me? Somebody to Alexa, play hits from Queen. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today.